probably because it was ingrained in me and how I could die by getting hit by a train. What? Oh, when you have headphones on? No, I went to school next to a train, so they let us know. They made you pay attention. They did, like, I think a cop came in and told us, like, all the things that we need to do to stay safe near trains. Right. Which was maybe not pertinent to anyone else in the class, but I was the one who had to cross the tracks if I walked to school. So, like, I took it very seriously. That makes sense. So, yeah. You had an experience uh, once where there was a train, right? No, not that one. I'm I'm talking about the one where it snowed a lot and and you couldn't hear the train. Yeah, I went down to the station, um, and it's one of those train stations that aren't, like, fully equipped with, like, a waiting place. Like, there's seats and stuff, but it's just tracks and... Right. And a little cover. Yeah. So, it's... It's kind of like a bus stop. Yeah. Um, so this stop that I wait at is, um, is one of the stops that gets skipped for certain express trains. Um, and occasionally there's a freight train that passes by and freaks me out completely. (laughs) Oh, they go fast. They go very fast. Much faster than you normally see a freight train. Right. Okay, so it snowed a lot, um, not maybe not a lot, but, you know, a few inches. The ground was covered. Yeah. There was quite a bit of snow on the ground. And yeah, so I think it was more than a few inches. It had to have been, like, six inches or something like that. Yeah. I was definitely relieved to be taking a train and not driving, right. for sure. So I went down to the station, and you had to, like, go down some rickety metal stairs that say you're not supposed to be on them yeah but you have to be on them right and as soon as i got down there and i turn around there was a train coming it wasn't my train it was the express train but i didn't hear it at all right and this is a a full like it's a big train it's not like the the trolley things that they have in boston no um it's a huge train but the thing is that the 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 snow kind of dampens the sound yeah by quite a lot like i i was at uh one of the stations it wasn't that one it was um the one where i used to live um when it snowed too and i i could not hear it even though i mean i saw it coming yeah but like you could not hear it at all yeah and it it was i think that one was an express train right so so that was going fast yeah jeez and it reminded me of one time when there was, um, it was in the summer, so no snow, no, no impediments. But usually in the summer, the trains get delayed a lot because of the rails getting really hot or whatever. I don't know what kind of mechanical issues. <laughs> hot rails. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of a common thing. I don't know. They don't give them enough funding or whatever. Sure. There was this, like, grown man, and I mean, like, maybe 40, 50 years old, just, like, hanging out on the tracks, and the scheduled train was supposed to show up in, like, maybe five minutes or so, and he's just walking around on the tracks, and I was, like, having a mental breakdown and, like, (laughs) trying to figure out what to do. I'm looking at my skinny brother, yeah, and, like, 
do we need to save this guy no, from don't. getting no, hit by he's a on train? His own. Like, do we need to like, yell at him or pull him you off the tracks? You can yell at him. I would not pull him off the tracks. Or something, but it was... Not worth it. Oh, my God. I, that was, like, the most tense moment ever. And there was another man at the station, too. And he was looking at us, like, nervous, like... Like, what's he doing? Joking, jokingly nervous, but at the same time, I was just like, this is not yeah. a joke. This is not a joke. <laughs> so, I'm assuming he got off the track? Yeah, he did get okay. off the, tra- the tracks, but... There was another incident on the train that makes me wonder. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I, I don't want to get into it because it's too Yeah. Too uh, you, you, if you're on the train and uh, they say that there are medical delays. Or medical emergency, I think. Yeah. Someone probably got hit. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. Anyway, how are you? It's been a while since we podcasted, so yeah, it's been it's been the summer. It's kind of nerve wracking. Yeah, yeah. Summertime is fun, but it's very busy. Yeah, it does get very dense with things to do and stuff to finish that you can't do in the winter. Yeah, especially up here in the Northeast. Everyone goes crazy. Like whenever it starts to get warm, people just go nuts. They they want to be out there and and do everything and get married and all that other stuff that mm. you can't do in the winter. Mhm. There's like a party every weekend. Barbecue party, fireworks, whatever. Birthday party, Birthday baby party, showers, quinceañeras, all of it. Yep. So that's what we've been doing. Yep. Just partying. I haven't had enough hot dogs. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not enough hot dogs. I've had hot dogs like twice. Oh, we we made some good dogs. Maybe four times. I think that was the was that the first cookout that we did. The Fourth of July hot dogs were good. That was really good. Yeah. It, it started off as kind of like a fail, sort of. Oh. Uh, yeah. We tried going to to some state park, mm-hmm. and that's always a bad idea and i don't know why i didn't think of that before but we got there and everything was packed and there was traffic yeah in a place where there's no traffic yeah and and we went there like separately yeah so you couldn't even get into the park nope i had to drive right past it yeah so we ended up ditching that plan and going to another location and just grilling some food your parents house yes <laughs> which worked out yeah they weren't even there no i just asked my parents like hey can i can we use your grill <laughs> yeah and it said yes so we did we did that um and then we had tacos oh yes it was like it oh i forget who said it july 4th is like the summer thanksgiving yeah <laughs> sure yeah that i I don't know who I give credit to. Well, for the morning, we've got to give credit to Ed. Yes. He he made some good good food. Uh, we we tried frying some eggs on a big uh, cast iron grill, cast iron pan, rather. Oh, he successful. successfully did it. Mm-hmm. Man, that was great. That was and great. put that thing on a burger with some avocado and grilled onions. 
made our own ex-dudo oh, burgers yeah. without the corn and the chips. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then and then we had a, a taquisa, like a taco party oh, thing. That was great. Yes. That was at our godparents' house. Mm-hmm. We have godparents. For our wedding. Our marriage. Godparents. Yeah. And, yeah, that was great. All you can eat tacos. Yeah. Like real tacos, not like Taco Bell tacos, which I like. Yes. But these were like real deal everything. Delicious. Ugh. I'm still full. It's hard to find a good hot dog place. Yeah, you'd think like up here we're close to New York or something. Yeah. There's hot dog, like random hot dog stands, but they're, I think, mainly for people that work in those areas so their hours are really random yeah like they're during work like work hours yeah Yeah, so can't really go to those i'm not gonna take a day off for a hot dog that's just weird i don't i don't really know where to get hot dogs i guess 7-eleven no (laughs) that's disgusting um i know at one point burger king was selling hot dogs that's how you know they're desperate Oh my god. Yeah. I don't imagine this hot dog conversation making it in. Into the podcast? It's definitely going to be in the podcast. How passionate are you about hot dogs? Hot dogs? Um, about like 50% passionate. 50%? Yeah. But the most passionate I am about stuff is about 65%. I don't really go over that. I try not to. (laughs) Okay. So I kind of stopped doing the Fan Art Friday thing. I actually didn't do it this past Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I got my fill of it. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I... It's not like I don't have the t- the time, but I don't know. How do you feel about like creative challenges overall? Overall? Yeah. Uh, I think they're good. Why? Uh, well... I think they're good and bad. Okay. I think it's difficult to find reasons to make things. True. Right? Even if you have the skills, like even if you, I don't know, like you know how to play guitar real well or something, or you can draw everything. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's hard to know what to draw because maybe like nothing much is going on in your life or maybe too much is going on or you don't have any like inspiration or whatever that word means yeah so these are always good like little like initiatives i guess to to help kind of kickstart your your thing mm-hmm. um and for me it it at least doing the fan art thing has helped because i remember that i kind of do a little bit of drawing like that's true um i just don't do it often because like usually I write notes on my computer like I have a whole system for that and everything and I really don't do any handwriting um mm. sometimes I do yeah but mostly I don't you do keep a notebook yeah and I keep buying you notebooks so if you don't do handwriting <laughs> I don't know why I'm buying you notebooks <laughs> well I forget that my handwriting is okay like it's not awful no it's not 
Sometimes I can't remember if I wrote something or if you wrote something. Oh, weird. But you usually write smaller than I do. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, yeah, so I think they're good. The way they're bad is that uh, sometimes they, be- they become a little too precious, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you do uh, like Fan Art Friday every Friday, yeah, and then one week you don't, and then you feel bad. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's no reason to feel bad because, like, you're not really letting anyone down, I guess, yourself. Yeah. Um, But, again, it was just, like, a little creative challenge, and you just didn't do it one week, and that's okay. You can do it again next week. Um, Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I mean, I guess I feel they're good and bad, but maybe in different ways. Okay. Um, I think they're good for similar reasons. Like sometimes when you sit down to make something, you don't know where to start. So it's a good like warm up and can hopefully get you to somewhere else. But I guess the other reason why I feel like it's good because I think art is too lofty and sometimes a little bit too altruistic. Hmm. And that's really burdensome if you are, one, trying to improve, you're maybe not, your skill set isn't at the same level as your aspirations or your ambitions when it comes to, like, making something. And when you sit down and nothing goes right or whatever... It's, like, it's crushing. <laughs> so, right. So, um, I think the challenges are nice because once you leave the the structure of a school setting or grade point system, um, money is not a good replacement. Right. Uh, actually, it's kind of a terrible replacement. <laughs> yeah. Um, For motivation. Yes. And... And praise is also a terrible motivation factor, Mm. too. Like, relying on praise and stuff like that is... It's not reliable. It's not sustainable. Mm. And... What about likes? Likes, I think, can help. What about RTs? What? Retweets? Oh. (laughs) Sorry. Jeez, what's wrong with you? I don't do things. What about faves? It's I think those can help. Like, give you a little boost... But then you start looking at other people's accounts and you're like, oh, I'm not as popular as them. And then you go down the same spiral or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's all there. So there's that, I guess. But either way, like you can get a little boost. Like you can get your your rally of people or people rallying around you that you know that support you. But maybe like posting your weekly, your daily challenge gives you gives them an opportunity to kind of express that they're supporting you. Right. And that can be helpful because I mean, when I sit down sometimes it's just me and my negative thoughts. Yeah. And me and my <laughs> negative thoughts. And me and your negative thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're not that negative. <laughs> no. Um you're actually very uh constructive constructive you give constructive criticism always 
so when you have the whole like negative thing going on in your head, right? I think it does help to post things and get people to say something. It goes horribly wrong if you post in the wrong place, though. Oh yeah. Yeah, which can be tough. I I did do something like that when I was learning um, a uh, some software, some art software, and I was Photoshop. like Photoshop. Might have been Photoshop or like some. It was free. I know oh, not, that. Not Photoshop. No, it wasn't like the real deal, but. I was, like, trying to make something work with whatever I had. It might have been Photoshop Elements Elements. or something like that. And I got critiqued really harshly on things that I wasn't thinking about. I wasn't, like, I was in high school. I just wasn't at that, like, level of awareness of certain themes and stuff. And Do you think that's why you kind of shy away more from the digital artwork stuff? No. No? Um... What's the reason for that? I need to sit down and complete something. I think that's a big one. Okay. I haven't followed through like a solid piece where I can actually explore the tools and feel comfortable. Every time I sit down with software, I feel like I have to start over. Okay. Learn everything. I understand that. It's like you go into a room and everyone moved. Someone moved everything around and. That happens with me and programming. Like, if, uh, I, if yeah. I don't do it for a while, I have to, like, go back and, like, relearn some of the stuff that I thought I learned, but I guess not. Yeah. So. I, I like it. It just, it takes an extra effort. Yeah. So, eh, when it happens, it happens. If not, I, I know how to paint. <laughs> That's pretty draw, good. So, I'm yeah. okay with that. When the system goes down, when the grid just, like, collapses, you can still paint, so... Yeah, I mean, my skills with drawing and painting with regular medium, like, physical mediums, they still can translate into digital stuff. Yeah. The other way around, I think, might be harder. Right. I don't know. It might be. No, I think it's always good to have a good, a good solid foundation of at least drawing or something even if you're gonna do like photography or something like that that's true um but yeah i wanted to go back to the creative challenge thing mm-hmm. um that you're saying about uh constructive criticism or something yeah <laughs> uh what are your opinions on that i mean you went to like a, a legit like art school right so you had to do critiques yes uh, do you want to explain what that is? Um, critique is basically... Uh, it, it depends on what class you're in and how like, the format will be. But for most of my classes, you will work on a piece for an extended, a period, extended period of time. And you have to achieve certain um, like skills and goals and stuff like that with that piece. Okay. Um, so... I, or achieve certain requirements for that piece. And then towards the end of uh, whatever period of time the professor um, determined for that art piece, everyone puts their work on the wall, and you go through them one by one, critiquing it, which means... Oh, you poop on them. No. (laughs) That would be a bad critique. Okay. 
um, a good critique will point out the weak points. Um, so, uh, it will point out the weak points, but frame it in a way that you can take that weak point and strengthen the rest of the piece. Okay. Um, and sometimes, I mean, it's, it is tough because it depends on the, the ability of the people in the room too. Right. And I think the hardest thing with a critique is hearing something is wrong with your piece, but that person is not good at articulating what it is and they could be right. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, that, that's the, I guess the spectrum of a, I don't know, a critique where you're critiquing the weak points. Right. Um, on the other side, you can't just say like, oh, that looks awesome or, oh, that looks great. You need to back up why something looks good or what's working. So like, what are the devices or the things that that person did in the piece that made it fit or work together could you say something like oh this really moves me um you could say that but you have to say what body part it moves no (laughs) you have to say why i mean there's different ways to critique a piece you can focus on the composition you can focus on like the color scheme um the strokes you can focus on the subject matter or what you know what is the piece about because every art piece is going to focus on one of those things a little bit more than the other you can't do all of it and you know there are some classes where someone's not even painting they're doing a performance piece and maybe you don't even have any experience with it right like you don't understand how to make a good performance piece but you can say what you experienced while you were there okay and and kind of go through that route of critique right but you can't give like a just a oh this sucks kind of thing or oh man or this is this is awesome this is dope this is the best thing ever yeah it sometimes feels like the internet is full of that and there's absolutely like (laughs) no critique like real solid critique out there and Do, do you think there's room on the internet for something like that like someone posts like a medium post about all that I think there is but you have to work harder to do that and I think that's why it a lot of these like forums and public spaces online where you would put your work out there get flooded with the you know the the junk comments and the emotionally charged um posts and stuff like that right that you know to give constructive criticism you have to analyze and you also have to what nothing keep keep going (laughs) you and your brain (laughs) you have to analyze the piece and you and i think you have to have some level of humility where you don't assume that you know everything or that your opinion is the absolute. Right. Um, and that is, seems to be very difficult. Yeah. Everyone has to take a side. That's what it seems like. Yeah. 
there's some articles or even TV shows where they invest so much in, like, in creating this character and story, and they really, really, really throw themselves into the myth of, like, the tortured artist who's, like, like a genius and this and that, and that is... Van Gogh? He's one of them. (laughs) Like, I... (laughs) I'm gonna crap on this art. Oh boy! I forget the name of it. It was on PBS, and it was this Bob Ross. No, no, he's great. No, Simon. I forget his name. Okay. So there's this one scene when they're doing Van Gogh, Van Gogh, or whatever. Van Gogh. I don't know. I can't pronounce. He's French. He lived in France. Yes. Yeah. Um. So there's one scene where he, like, eats a whole tube of, like, yellow paint. Mm-hmm. And first off, that is really bad. <laughs> uh, cadmium yellow? Most likely. Most likely. I mean... Don't eat cadmium. That's the stuff in your batteries. Yeah, it's it's poisonous. Yeah. So, but it's, like, a dramatic... <laughs> It's really dramatic. Oh, yeah. He's like going to town like it's a tube of frosting and he's a toddler. <laughs> and it's like a monologue. So it's even worse. <laughs> and oh, it's so. It, it was. It made me very uncomfortable. It was cringy? In many ways. Okay. Cringy because it's like that is dangerous. Cringy because this is weird acting. Okay. <laughs> and, the monologue. Yeah, it was like a monologue. He's like talking to the camera. Okay. While he's smearing paint on his face or something like that. I don't I don't even know if I could watch it again, but yeah, the the whole like you know, the the genius, the artist thing is it's kind of um I don't know. I find it kind of sad that like someone would take pleasure in watching that yeah and like praising a life like that and there's so many artists out there that they work at what they do like i don't know like they're a mechanic or something (laughs) they're like a plumber like it's a trade it's a it's a thing that they just do it's not this tragic mental illness yeah that happens a lot in music. Yeah. Right? Like, um, I mean, like Kurt Cobain, like John Lennon, whatever. Yeah. I mean, particularly like Kurt, just how he's seen as his genius and everything. And his his band was very successful. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, he, he was young. Like, he had a lot of mental problems. Mm-hmm. Like, substance abuse problems. Um... We both watched that Amy documentary. Oh, yeah. That was hard to watch. Yeah, that was... That was very sad. Yeah. And... It just... Because it's one thing to watch the documentary, and then there's another, like, point where you're actually a bystander and consumer. Yeah. And you're watching it happening, and you know there's something wrong, but... Like, it's just, it's just gonna happen. Yeah. 
Like, I would see pictures of her with, like, her teeth falling out and, like, the tabloids and all that. Not her... With her teeth missing and she's, like, super skinny and it's like, she's gonna die. Why... Why are we looking at this? Yeah. Like, why isn't someone helping her? Yeah. And... I don't know. It's just... It seems very... It's a very dark side (laughs) (laughs) of art we've tapped into right here. (laughs) How did we get here? We were talking about creative. Uh, Creative challenges. So what do you think? I didn't get to why they're bad. Oh, why are they bad? (laughs) Um... A lot of people post stuff that is a little too finished. And this is, I mean, this is me being okay. n- nitpicky, I guess. It's like too good? It, it's making you look bad? No, it's not that. I think it's just an overload. Like, okay. I follow a bunch of artists and illustrators and pottery people. Like, I f- I'm following, like, everyone, and they're all posting this stuff, and they're all doing challenges, or they're doing this and that, and they're writing a book, and they're opening a Patreon, and they're doing that. Oh, yeah, nice. And it's like, there's only so much stuff that you can take in, and then it just gets overwhelming. Um, And I think that at the same time when you're trying to do a challenge on your own, if you get too wrapped into the, like, let me post things all the time because I need to get my likes up, I need my fans, I need my... Right. I mean, it's like you're doing... Audience. Yeah. It's like you're doing PR. The problem with the creative challenge is that it really is a small challenge. It's very contained. So if you're stuck with that, then you can't, like, get any deeper and get to, like, the, the... type of work that helps you main dish yeah the main right, dish. you're making little snacks yeah like you need the slow cooking stuff <laughs> okay i don't know <laughs> yeah that's something that i i think i spoke about this before at least to you mm-hmm. is that i currently don't have any like like projects that i'm working on that are like a slow like i'm working on this thing and it's gonna take a while yeah. Uh, it could take years. And it, everything that I work on currently, it's very, like, short just to get something out, which is nice. But I haven't really put the time to to actually make something or start to plan something. Or Yeah, I mean, I think the the creative challenge can be a good stepping stone into the to the deeper, like, more thoughtful works. But it has to be thought of that way, and that—that that I think is ab- the is actually the hardest part about doing a creative challenge is that your long-term goal is this—I don't know—career or right or whatever you're trying to do with your artistic endeavors. Mm-hmm. That how do these little things fit into that larger goal, and having that larger goal so abstract and like so ambiguous sometimes when you have to just do other things in your life and you're not living the whatever life you think you should be living right that gets very 
overwhelming. So, I don't know. Do you have any long-term projects you you want to announce? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My long-term project is to... Raise a child. Well, yeah. But, no, artistically is to to get to the the more substantial work, the work that I'm more invested in. I like Fan Art Fridays because... Or I started doing it because sometimes I just do fan art to make sure that I draw. Right. And I don't have to think about it. It's just something that makes me happy or... Yeah. You know, it's nice to be a little bit nostalgic sometimes. And that's good. But it's not taking me anywhere, so to speak. Unless I'm exploring, like, a certain technique or, um, you know... Just practicing my yeah. craft, which I'm not really doing right now. So, right. I might stop with Fan Art Friday. Oh no! Mm. What are you gonna do, Taco Tuesday? I could do Taco <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> do Taco every day. Every day. <laughs> uh, throwback Thursday. No. Monday Mondays. Uh, uh, I don't know. I might do a cat a day. I have no idea. A cat a day. I have a book. Oh, Catterday. No, a cat every day. Oh, okay. Or something like that. Okay. Maybe I do Catterday. <laughs> I have a book of cats. It's in French. Oh, yes. And That's a good book. I did paint a couple of cats in there. It was kind of fun. Hmm. Um, the other thing I was thinking is focusing on certain techniques or certain mediums. And just zoning in on that to get comfortable or... I don't know. There's definitely something to honing your techniques. And that's something that I would like to work on. For music? For music and for everything else that I seem to do. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, especially for music, I always forget that I'm pretty good at guitar. And that I can kind of learn songs that are kind of difficult. Um, I just have to take the time to do it. Mm -hmm. And I just don't sometimes, so. Yeah. Um, just to kind of get that going. Another thing is that in terms of like the long-term goals, um, I don't really have anything that, that speaks to what I want to say or something. If that makes any sense. It does. And I, right. I get it and I, I fight it. (laughs) Fight it. Yeah. Like the stuff that I do. Um, like the programming stuff and the Fan Art Friday stuff is cool because it looks cool. Like oh, I put this cool thing on Instagram. Yeah. But it doesn't really. Uh, it doesn't really go into what I'm feeling or. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Um, and that's another thing that I kind of struggle with because, you know, some of it is like, does anyone really care or. What? Why do I? What do I think of my life, in general, anyway? Or yeah, um, a lot of it is like yeah, like I'm a I'm a dad, and <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I don't know if people want to hear that stuff, right? Like well, that's kind of my experience. There's but. always someone who wants to hear something because there's all types of music. I think that. 
one thing that's hard is sometimes, like, if you're pulling things from an emotional place, sometimes you're, you feel a certain way for a short period of time, but once you make that work, it doesn't really right resonate with you for a longer term. Yeah. And... And I don't think necessarily I would make uh, stuff about being a dad. Like, Cat Stevens already wrote that song, yeah. and that's a really good song, and like... Just leave it there. kind of... Yeah, he said everything. Well, I think I would... I don't know. I guess I would think about, like, how it just makes you old for real. Yeah, I think for some reason my focus is more on, like, mortality in a way. No, I mean, like, <laughs> not mortality. Wow, you took it to, like... No, but it is, right? Like, it's a really weird thing. Well, um, experiencing mortality. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. When you're in your 20s or when you're in this age, you feel like you're just going to be this age forever. And right. then all of a sudden you have this child that is... The 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 developmentally developmentally, I can't speak developmentally just like growing leaps and bounds like yeah. crazy fast like going through stuff and you have to mark all of it like you have to put all these milestone markers and weeks They're months a lot. yeah and it's been a little bit more intense for us because James works with a physical therapist so it's really down to like the weeks. Right. Where we have notes on, like, what he did this week and then how he changed yeah. the next week. Yeah. And it's like he kind of rolled and now he's rolling over and he can't stop. Yeah. Like, not only are these markers on your child, these markers are on your own life. Because it's like, yeah. oh, this kid is going to get to this point and I'm just going to be freaking old. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I think when you're in your 20s, like, those markers kind of disappear, right? Like, you graduate college... And then... It's just this, like, expanse of time where you can... Like, you're in the desert. No, well, they tell you in college, like, oh, this is your time. You're going to, you know, make money or something. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they say anymore. But, um, so it, it, growing older is kind of abstract until people start whining about turning 30 and all that. Yeah. And it was always going to be there, and it never changed, and it, that time period never, <laughs> yeah. like, expanded or will expand because of your job or what you're doing. Sure. Um, so, I guess the experience of having a kid is just this strange, like, reality of time that is in your kid <laughs> yeah basically it really does break up like your routine that you have sort of like set up for for years right yeah and you're like not really on your schedule anymore yeah it's like a constant wake up yeah you know there's this like romantic thing about being a teenager and you're like no there's not no filters and you start making all this junk and you're like practicing all the time because you have uh, okay. a bunch of time you don't have a job you don't have responsibilities you're just a whiny teenager sure and it's easy to compare that life with this life and be like oh i'm not productive so, right <laughs> that's just stupid <laughs> and there's also the like emotional thing like you had 
feelings and things that you can express like yeah. with no filter in a sense or no inhibitions yeah but it's like no you need those inhibitions those <laughs> feelings were all stupid back then <laughs> yeah and i don't know maybe that's the same thing now when you have a kid or whatever you have feelings that are maybe stupid and hindsight they're on but it i don't know you still have to make stuff yep. you can't question everything yeah. if it's gonna make you not like make you stop what you're doing i'm a little bit stuck there but i don't know about you i'm always stuck <laughs> you just played a cop out right there bed. <laughs> i'm i'm pretty good at interviewing or i'm good as an interviewee no you're terrible you're supposed to say something profound profound yeah I keep making it, stuff i handed it to you thank you uh keep making stuff that's all it is yeah like times is tough out there you know With the economy and this economy <laughs> um so what are you gonna do next if you're not doing fan art friday um i don't know i'm not sure really is there something you want to focus on or get back into um or is there something that you have been working on i'm trying to brush my teeth more uh <laughs> damn you're the worst interviewer <laughs> i'm sorry you're the worst um you put me through all your guitar practicing and you just <laughs> deflect that i've been playing more guitar because i don't know it's fun i don't think you ever stopped no i never stop i always play you never stop of course not you never stop drawing. No, I never stop. Yeah, that's what you do. Whether so. it's good or not is another thing, but yeah, like we said, just keep going. <laughs> yeah, keep going. So, yes, anyway. Um, Would you do a music challenge? Would I do a music challenge? Like maybe the kind of challenge that you did when we first met that you never finished? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Um, no, like, I don't write, think so. Writing music? Writing music? No. <laughs> Why not? Um, writing music is really difficult. It's torture. Um, learning how to play songs is really fun. And it's easy because someone already went through the torture. Okay. Like, coming up with your own thing, you, it doesn't matter how good you are, it's always horrible and and depressing and whatever comes out is never that good anyway so what if i said that about when i make a painting then i would say yeah that sounds about right so what do i do i don't know if you think the torture is is worth it then you just do it so what are your plans for your creative future I don't know. Um, one thing that's been kind of in the background, like way in the background, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my brothers are pretty creative too. Yes. Um, my youngest brother makes pottery. Yes, he is. Some of it is really scary looking. It's, Im- it's impressive. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> I just think of that goat 
cup that he made and like yeah, it's his scary. Like, nightmares. Not it wasn't intentionally that way, but you know how goats and their like slanty eyes are. Right. Anyway, so I I have a couple ideas where we could probably collaborate and use our different skills and put them together. Cool. Um, and then my other brother, um, he's a little more into woodworking. Okay. And some graffiti kind of stuff. Oh, vandalism. I don't know if he actually vandalizes anything. I'm going to call the cops. Can you call the cops on a podcast? No. No? Okay. It's not allowed in this All one. right. So, free speech. Anyways. Mm. <laughs> um, so, he draws and um, and he's been doing more woodworking. So, we have some ideas to put together painting and woodworking. He already started making, like, shapes and then painting the shapes. and. Oh, cool. Making these interesting paintings. So... I think it would be nice to keep going on that thread. I'm not totally sure how, but I just announced it on the podcast, so maybe, oh, now, maybe now it's real. Good job. <laughs> maybe they'll hear this. Yeah. And they won't care. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I do want to work on collaboration, I think. Oh, some sweet collabs? Yeah, because... Some features... I think one of the biggest hurdles when I graduated from college was the fact that I had to, like, stay in a room by myself and hope that I'll make something, and that can get really depressing. Oh, yeah. Like, and I'm, I would say I'm introverted, but I'm also around a lot of people. Right. Like, I, I'm used to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's... It doesn't feel good to just be stuck in a room all day. So, I'd like to go that route and maybe enter a contest or two. Okay. Juried exhibition. Exposition. (sighs) It's okay. It's late. I'm awake, but I'm not, like, I don't know, my mouth isn't working. (laughs) That's good. I agree with you with the collaboration thing. It's hard to... I think I was telling you uh, earlier that it's really fun to play music with someone else, Mm -hmm. but it's really difficult to find someone. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's so hard. Um, Especially now, at like my age, because like the people who are good are either like already kind of doing their own thing or they're in bands. Yeah. Or, I don't know, or just don't play anymore. Um, and it's, I'm not looking to be in a band. Yeah. Or anything. I just want to, like, get together, like, a Saturday or something or a Sunday. And then just play some some music. And that's it. And, like, never record it. Like, don't put out an EP. I had a professor who did that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He would, like, hang out with his friends and just jam out on weird stringed instruments that I've never heard of before. Okay. <laughs> it's just fun, right? It's kind of like playing, like, pickup basketball or something. Like, not every basketball game is, like, NBA Finals. Yeah. Right? You're, uh, you're not going to be shooting, like, your 
your reel or whatever it's called, your demo. Although I think it's a little more forgiving if you're not as good as other people. Yeah. When you do a pickup game. Right. With music, that's a little harder. No, if you're not good at music, then just go away. Sorry. Yeah, yeah that's why. I'm not you know what's a good thing? Karaoke. Karaoke's good. That's like the great like equalizer. Yeah. Like even if you're not good at singing, it's great. Yeah. It's fun. It is. Yep. Anything else you want to say? I think that's all. I'm. You're I'm shutting good. down. I can see you. You're just turning off. Yeah, I don't think there's anything left in in this head. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, check out our show notes at uh, svp.cool. We have show notes? You always say this. Uh, yes, we do. And yes, I work on them. You write them? I write them. I edit this podcast. And I make the nice little music for the podcast. So check that out, svp.cool. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, like us on Facebook. Maybe I should paint hot dogs. Instagram us on Instagram. We don't have an Instagram. Send us a Craigslist post. Um, I don't know what else. Send us your creative challenge. Oh, yeah. Le- leave a review on iTunes. That would be funny. No! Cri- critique us. Oh, God. Um, five stars only, though. <laughs> None of those four stars or three stars. <laughs> For every star, we'll give you a dollar. So, like, five dollars. Don't review us. I'm going to get fired. Oh, I don't think you can do that. You can't pay for reviews. No. We're not paying for reviews. No. Um. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? No. You, you put me into panic. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I need to go to bed. Okay, you need to go to bed. I'm like a zombie. All right, so catch us out there. Um, We'll be around. See ya. Bye. Okay. (laughs) I hope I was recording. Oh no!